Pod Chef. Pod Chef. You're listening to Pod Chef. When I say pod, y'all say chef. Pod Chef. You listening to Pod Chef? It's a podcast about Top Chef. Hey, what's up, everybody? Season three, episode three. We're here. Welcome to Pod Chef, the official Top Chef podcast with your host, the one, the only, Jamal. This is season four. Okay, this is technically (laughs) season four, but it's season three that we're reviewing. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Jeez Louise. Okay, so. We should let you know, season four, Pod Chef, season three, Top Chef. Can you do me a favor and shut up? I have to now do the intro over. No, we don't. I do. I do because you ruined it because I'm the host and I don't like my intro being interrupted by third chair. Okay. <laughs> You're third chair. You're not even like second chair. Like, Why are you still being on if I have to cut all this? I understand <laughs> if Reeves interrupted me because he's got that power. I saw he wanted to. Yeah, he wanted to, but he didn't. You know why? He said, he said, I've got faith in my boy, Jamal. I don't think that black people need to be corrected so okay, much. Well, now I have to cut all this. As much as Brian does. <laughs> so I'm just going to fall back and let Jamal, he'll recover. Reeves had, had faith that I would recover. But you, you said, mm, falling short, typical. I was sitting back and waiting because I was like, I wonder how the relationship between the two of you guys has evolved since I took an episode off. And it has gotten worse. It has. Aggressive. It has. We, uh, here's what the uh, listeners don't know. We had a big, huge argument last week figuring out when we were going to record because we both <laughs> dropped the ball. I didn't know about this. Was it an and, argument? And we had a big, huge fight. Oh, Brian no. wouldn't talk to me. We, we had a bit, he got real snappy with me on uh, on text message. He was sending a lot of uh, exclamation points. That's right. And, and he was like, he was like, I'm not the only one with the calendar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I, I, did like, do that. I was like, I was like, fair enough. I was like, fair enough. Did that make you feel good or bad? No, or? that made me feel like a little attacked. And I said, okay, mm-hmm. okay, you're right. You're not the only one with the calendar. So we both have calendars. So it's kind of both our far, our faults. Um, so I said, well, how about we record? Would you like to record tonight, you big fucking baby? And he said, yep. And mm. so we recorded at 11 p.m. And that took care of that. And Brian was a little grumpy beforehand. But as soon as we got rolling, as soon as he saw his, his good friend, he was like, okay, I'm in a better mood because I did want to see my friend. And uh, he, he, we were going to do it in the morning. But then he was like, oh, I'm not going to wake up in the morning and do it. So um, we had a little we had a little spat, but we're better now, but we're not better now, if you know what I'm saying. Okay, and Brian, how do you feel about the situation? Um I feel two ways about it. One, I'm glad that my pettiness came off the way I wanted it to, because that's what that's what my plan was to be like, well, no one else did this. I'm not the only person who can do this. Yeah. So I just did Carrie texted me and said he does the same thing to me because I sent her a screenshot. I said, <laughs> What's up his butt? And she was like, I don't know, he's always like this. That really happened. <laughs> Two. The other thing I is, that would get you. the other thing is, is that I don't like this because I don't like people being mad at me because I need validation and everyone to like me all the time. So I'm like, oh, a little torn. Oh, I wasn't that. mad at you. I wasn't mad at you. I was just like, oh, okay, okay. He's getting a little spicy. 
Someone left the seeds in the pepper. All right. Um, I feel like whenever I like take a stand anyway, it's always like I'm being a jerk. That's the stuff that I deal with. Yeah, but here's the thing, Brian. Are you comfortable being a jerk? No. Like I'm comfortable being a jerk, which is why when people give me this feedback, it goes in one ear and out the other. I'm not. I feel awful doing it. Okay. Well, it feels good for a second, and then I go, oh, my God. They're, probably, they're thinking about me. They're saying that I'm the worst person in the entire world. They don't like me anymore because I have serious issues. Okay. Yeah, but Brian, look at what you're um, – even even if it wasn't done perfectly and you did come off as a huge jerk who was kind of like a – I felt like I was being personally attacked. Um, it's still – what did it do? It generated production, didn't it? We got results, right? Yep. And the results is all that matter, right? It doesn't matter how you get there. It doesn't matter how you treat people. It's just about the results. <laughs> I treat people very That's well. That's true. You guys got a good episode, a very good episode out of it. A lot of people, people told me it. that it was good. Um it yep. was this fun thing that I've had throughout my life um, with also with like improv shows that I wasn't at for teams that I was on where people Uh-oh. tell me how great the show was. Mm-hmm. And I'm Uh-oh. like, that sounds nice. I wasn't there for that show <laughs> or a show that I am in. And afterwards, friends say like, wow, that one scene was really great. Uh-oh. And I'm like, I wasn't in that scene either, <laughs> which you know what, though, you know, a lot of people would get upset by stuff like that and that Uh-oh. it would put them in their head. But for me, it just fuels me. It gets me hey. more motivated to actually try. So thank hey, you. Listen, is yeah. what I say. Hey, hey, listeners, this was just for me and you. Uh-oh. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, people, I guess, like the episode. I prefer it when it's all three of us, if I can be honest with everyone here. I prefer it when it's all three of us here and the vibes are right and we're mm-hmm. ready to talk top shelf. Top chef. Mm. Top shelf, top chef. <laughs> and that's the only the mistake that will happen. <laughs> that's the only verbal mistake that will happen in this entire episode. Mm-hmm. It felt so, manic to me without Reeves here that like the energy felt like there was like too much energy. Like we need Reeves' like calming kind of like like this this is what this and because then it like gives me a reason to not just like scream and talk the entire time. Yeah, but I was already um ready for like uh brian at level 10 because like we talked about you basically gave me a level nine text message um so i was like he's coming in hot i know it so i was trying to match your energy (laughs) Mm. so i said this isn't gonna go well for me i'll tell you that right now if i come in flat brian's gonna he's gonna eat me alive it went well though yeah it was good but we missed reeves thank you yeah, and let's talk about something. Uh, first, well, well, first, let me do attendance. <clears throat> okay, Jamal's here, present. Uh, Reeves? Present. Okay, Reeves That's is here. That's a reference to something else and we did, which is a reference Brian? to another comedy show. <laughs> Brian? <laughs> Brian, are you here? I'm uh, here. Okay, so everyone's here. Okay, good. So, Reeves, let's talk about why were you not here last record? I went to Brian's freaking hometown. Yeah. Holy crap. I went there to take in some sun, to take in the vibes, and to see some ponies. Mm-hmm. Now, you say taking some sun. I just want to say, and this is like reminiscent of high school when summer would happen and like white people would go on vacation. Reeves, you basically are as dark as me now. <laughs> how, many, how many fucking years I had to listen to that shit? <laughs> people, white people go summer vacation and they're like, I'm as dark as you now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're exactly the same. And, as me. and that makes you mad because you thought because I don't say dark. it. Well, no, 
and and also because you're like, no, being dark is my thing. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> you're kind of. You ever seen Ghostbusters? Don't cross the streams. <laughs> like this is my thing that I do. Stay in I'm, your lane. I'm the dark one, so just get out of here. Yeah, and our lane, my lane, is to wear an obscene amount of sunscreen, <laughs> so the sun doesn't you know fully kill me just yeah. a little bit because that's what it's trying to do out there it's trying to kill me the slow death mm-hmm. what's your spf uh i go with 30 but i reapply a lot okay do you, you do know higher you can... on the face yeah uh, there's an spf know. 50 yeah i've seen the that's the one with the uh uh naked child on it right yep yep yep, <laughs> yeah. yep. my yeah. favorite have they... <laughs> have they... congratulations and condolences have they changed that yet, or is that still a thing? No, that's still allowed, Johnson Johnson. Huh. Oh, yeah. Hey, everyone, get vaccinated. It, so I have to wear a ton, but mm-hmm. I can kind of feel when it's going to happen. It's mm-hmm. like when it's when I'm burning, so that's when I reapply. Okay. People get nervous. They're like, Do you, are you getting summer? And it's like, no, 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 no. I just have to cake it on top of me. I know when it's happening. I want to say for everyone listening, SPF 50 is like putting on paint. <laughs> Mm-hmm. On your, when I have it for my face, and I was I had it because I used to go to the Bahamas and stuff where the sun is really brutal, and mm-hmm. uh, I I put it on there because you know contrary to popular belief, black people can get sunburned, and um, I put the SPF fifty on it, and oof, that stuff it, like takes forever to rub in, mm-hmm. and sometimes it doesn't. And sometimes you think it rubs in and then like maybe like a couple of minutes later, you sweat a little bit and, it's, <laughs> and your face is all face ghosty. Looks, yeah. You look like a yeah. crazy person, yeah. but no one tells you. And then no you one like, tells you, you go the whole day and then you, you like go to a restaurant and look in the mirror and be like, oh God, I look like a fucking wreck. <laughs> look like a Why didn't someone clown. tell me? Yeah. I look like a clown who's been working outside all day. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's happened. I've, uh, I've put on. Uh, SPF 30 on my body and not rubbed it in properly got right in the water and then I'm like looking down I'm like why am I purple mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and a reference I was going to make was you look like Sting at the end of the match because his yeah. pain was up but I'm not going to make that reference because we're not doing wrestling stuff even though yeah, we're not. very exciting thing so what else did you do you put on sunblock what else did you do there um, real quick, I don't wear sunscreen yeah don't care go ahead Reese. Wow. I tan well Brian, this is not your segment. <laughs> this is literally not your segment. This is a Reeve segment. It's so but interesting. Um, speaking of that, there's a lot of loud white people that are there in GT. <laughs> oh, so now we're into Brian's segment. There's <laughs> a lot of people yelling a lot. I feel like the beach was very populated. Um, it was it was nice. There was a lot of people there. It, it was a lot of like people yelling for their kids. Like yeah. someone, I, there might already be a stand-up bit about this, but like someone like yelling like Austin, Austin, or whatever, like just a a, a whole cacophony of people yelling children's names. And I thought it would be—I never did this, but I thought it would be funny to just start helping them, <laughs> just, like, just start looking with them for their child or whatever, just to see how they react. But um, I didn't do that because that's not my personality. <laughs> um we saw the ponies we saw them from a distance nice um they were majestic um here's a question brian well you know yeah. what i'll pitch it to both of you and then you, you guys can Thank give you. me a yes or no response and then we'll get into it do you guys know i know brian is answer is yes to this but do you guys know who misty is misty oh, the yeah. horse of course no okay let's see the pony 
Yeah. Okay. There you go. <laughs> and Brian, my wife right now is going, yes, thank you, Brian. Because she, <laughs> she knew who Misty was when I got home and talked to my mom. I was like, yeah, I know who that is. And they, no one else knew, but it's a big thing, right? So I assume most people from, from the East, from the, like the East coast, like that's usually when people ask me where I'm from, I go like, Oh, do you know about Misty the pony? And like, 75% people are like, oh, yeah, Astatique. I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what usually happens. If it's like Virginia, and- Maryland, <clears throat> Delaware, New Jersey, I can usually get away with just being like, do you know about the Wild Ponies and Misty? And they're like, yeah, I read that book as a kid. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So what's the racial demographic of the people you're asking this question to? Because mm-hmm. you said 75% of the people know it. So what percentage of the people that you're asking, uh, what's the racial breakdown? I think it's 100% white who I'm asking. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well. Thought so. That makes Jamal's point even more, I guess. Thought so. Um, Yeah, Misty's a big deal. Uh, Apparently, I was read the book. I feel like I was really young, so I didn't. This was a book? It was a book. They have a statue of Misty. It's kind of like this whole Parks and Rec There's a movie? Is it called Seabiscuit? No, it's called Misty. Misty of Chingatig. Is it on Netflix or something? Can I watch it? I don't think it's... You can buy the DVD. I'm not buying the DVD. (laughs) I'll send it to you for your birthday. Please don't. I'll turn it back. I'll return it to you. (laughs) I wonder if we could get sponsored by the... DVD. We could do some. I never thought of it being. I never thought of it being like a Parks and Rec thing. I I often watch shows like Parks and Rec, and, I, and I'm always like, our towns really like. We're watching Rutherford Falls currently, and I'm like, our towns because they do like a Founders Day. I'm like, our towns really like this. And Carrie was like, your town does this. <laughs> like, your town has these things. You're like, yeah, but it's normal when we do. It. Yeah, this is like a normal weird. thing. This is weird. And I've never gone, so I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it is like a Parks and Rec kind of weird, like uh, admiration of this of this pony, and it's and it's off and it's offspring too. You can go to BB Ranch where they have like descendants of Misty that are treated right. like special. Yeah, mm. <laughs> yeah, which okay. is not wild at all. That's a normal thing, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> that makes sense to me. It doesn't seem weird. Yeah. So you saw Misty, or is she not alive anymore? No, she Dead. she okay. was put down a long time ago. Oh no! Why was she put down? I think she was assassinated in a parade. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny. I don't know why. <laughs> Get too many radical ideas for the town. <laughs> <laughs> the, the JFK thing, but you just like plug Misty in and Misty's in. <laughs> she was in a convertible. <laughs> Horse trainer had to pick up the stuff off the back of the convertible. Yeah. The oh, grassy boy. knoll on the beach. <laughs> she was just eating grass on the grassy knoll. Yeah, too many. They arrested many a books. jockey in the uh, library. <laughs> <laughs> Rival jockey in the library. There's, there's a library. second jockey. Yeah, there's yeah. always a second jockey. Yeah. What's his name? Did a movie about it. Who's that director? Oliver funny Stone? About it, nailed this. Stone, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Saw the ponies. Uh, Brian gave a lot of very enthusiastic uh, suggestions of places to go, but all of those places were very popular and we couldn't get into. Especially Uh-oh. that ice cream place. It was like yeah. a mile long of people. Yeah. Yeah. That place is really uh-huh. popular. 
My buddy's dad owns it. Yeah. So usually I, usually I can cut the line. Holy shit. Uh, yeah, I get you know oh, I'm. This I is get, why I, that's why we need to go there as a group because if the three amigos go, I can get us in where people can't get in. Like we oh, man, like I can't if wait. if we wait till next summer and the carnival's back on, I'm talking go behind the hamburger stand, get us free chicken sandwiches. I'm talking go behind the soda stand, get us free sodas. I can get us wristbands to ride all the rides for free. I'm connected Whoa. there. Okay, so Holy Brian's shit. big and Chikatik. So mm-hmm. yeah, there's a lot of big people there. So it's uh, <laughs> I come from large a large breed. Yeah, it's a land of giants. Um, <laughs> so did you go to any of the food places? Did you go to Sea Star? No. Oh, we went the to the place taco place, like the taco stand. We mm-hmm. went there because um, it was easy to get food. Um, and then we went to whatever the name of that seafood place that you used to work at. and got. Oh, yeah. From. What are your thoughts on Don's seafood? It was good. Yeah, it was fine. It was. Um, what did you get? I got a seafood platter that included scallops, some shrimp, some some kind of white fish. I don't know what it was. Some kind Flounder? of cod, maybe. Maybe it was Flounder. You're probably right. Flounder's big on Chickadig. Okay. Yeah. And some Hush Puppies. It was good. I was happy. I like seafood. So that was how, it. How were they treating COVID there? Was it being taken seriously? Yeah. Uh, so it's the kind of thing of like you say, you could ask the same question. How are you guys treating COVID? And the response would be, what? <laughs> and you're like, okay. COVID, what are you doing? And they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. All right. Um, right. Sounds yep. about right. Brian's hometown. Yeah, when it first happened, when like New York City was completely shut down, and like we, Carrie and I, were like afraid to leave our apartment. Um, in like June of that year, last year, we went to visit my mom after getting tested and things like that. And my mm-hmm. aunt and uncle came over after like without wearing after I'd been like wearing a mask for my mom to be afraid to be around her. Mm-hmm. My aunt and uncle who I've said before this podcast is the worst person in the entire world came in. And when I left the room, cause they refused to wear masks, they were like, what are you scared? What? We ain't sick. And like, and then my uncle said something like, um, it's more danger. Aren't you just more afraid of the guns in New York city than, than the COVID stuff. And they just like laughed at me and made fun of me. And then months later they got the vaccine and they were like, well, Mossy's scared of it. Cause someone's got it right here. I'm like, y'all motherfuckers, y'all, it was funny. Uh, it was funny so when I was dealing with it. It's funny when it was you, the guy who has mm. fucking MS, is trying to save himself from idiots. But now that they're scared, now it needs to be taken seriously, bro. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's the kind of people I like to hang out with. People who <laughs> only take something serious when it affects them. Yep. That that makes sense with some of the, um, you know, it, I got to the point where I started kind of counting the Trump flags that I saw. <laughs> <laughs> so that those are still up. That's up. good. Yeah. That's good. Well, they have Trump 2024 flags. They do. Nice. And people are just keeping up the 2021s because they're just like it's only a matter of time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They <laughs> also gonna don't want to return. They're gonna they don't want to pay the money to uh, get a new one. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So overall, what is? How do you rate your experience on uh, Shigatik Island? Yeah, give it a report card grade. Mm, okay. So beaches, I'll give it. I'll give it a good solid B plus. Okay. I agree with that. I've been um, to the beach there. Yeah, deducting points because <coughs> crowded, too, crowded, too many loud white people. Yep. Um, <laughs> parking. I have a question. Did, oh, go ahead. Do you have a question before we go to that? Did you go to the beach 
I, I want to make sure I'm not talking acid to you here. You go it to the beach. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then did you go to the beach? That's the public beach where it's like you drive in and there's a big parking lot and there's like mm-hmm. a couple shops and like a wooden restroom and all that stuff. So or? you went to the Maryland side of Estique. I went to the Maryland side. then. Okay. Yeah. There's a Virginia side that's you can only get to from Shingatig. Yes. Okay. Well, I've been to the Maryland side and I give that a B plus. Okay. So Keep going. no competition there. Same grade. <laughs> uh, parking. B. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of parking, but there were too many people. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so that was nice. a problem. Ponies, nice. A plus, good ponies. Oh, yeah. They all looked yeah, like good very good boys and girls. I saw a little baby pony, and it yep. was very cute. This is all from. Did distance. you go to the ones on Willow Street? The ones behind the carnival? No. You, you got to go see Willow Street. You didn't do anything I told you to do. I, which goes in line with the fact that you texted me a very detailed, thoughtful suggestions of things to do, which I would bring up to people. I would read it off and I'm like, these are the things. And then we we would just kind of do whatever was easiest to do, which often wasn't what you suggested. You know, there's a potential that maybe we did go on Willow Street. And I just don't remember the name of the street. We saw it from. So we went on the trail and then went off. There's like. Um, there was like a branch off from the trail where you kind of like get to where like the marshes and you can see them. Mm-hmm. And that's where we looked at them. We also looked at them from the street as well. They were just oh, in the I would water. I'd be scared to go on a trail by myself running into wild horses. Yeah. Misty. Misty, one yeah. of the descendants of Misty, which, you know, they're all inbred, so they're all crazy. Um, <laughs> horses, A plus, food. Um, oh, you know what? I'll give C. the food Here a B plus. I'll give it. I'll give it a That's B plus. That's high praise. I disagree. I disagree. <laughs> uh oh. What would you give the food when you were there? A C minus, and here's why. Because when I went to the Crab Shack, that's right by the beach, the Maryland side, at least. Uh, the food, the crab, the the seafood was all right, um, but um, the dessert. There was something in that dessert it tasted like bathroom cleaner, and it messed me up immediately. Oh no. Well, you can't lump – Virginia is not Maryland. These are different places. There's no food or restaurants <laughs> on the Virginia side of Assateague. Okay. Well, then um, I'm still – it's still Assateague, so I'm still giving it a review. Okay. And uh, that's my review, C+. Okay. Plus. okay. For first impressions. I gave it a B-plus only because when we got ice cream, one of the people I was with, his ice cream melted too fast. Did you go to Mr. Whippy's? Um, so this is, my wife is probably yelling at the podcast right now because she's so good with remembering specifics and like names and things like that. Well, there are two ice cream places on Maddox Boulevard. There's the Creamy, which had the long line and then probably Whippy's, which has a drive-thru. Yes. That's where we went. Yeah. Yes. Mr. Whippy's. Because we went through the drive-thru, but then one of my friends, his ice cream was melting so much it was liquid and it was going everywhere. So B plus, (laughs) B plus because of that. Your ice cream should be frozen. Ice is in the name. <laughs> um, and for the drive, I'll give it a B plus too. Not too bad. From DC, three and a half hours, easy drive. So yeah, overall, yeah. I give I give it a B plus. I high okay. praise for it. it's it's a if you live in the area, the DC DMV area, it's a good easy trip, easy way to go to the beach. Hell okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. All it right. used to suck. Mm, it used to suck a lot more when I lived there. There was nothing <laughs> there when I grew up there. Yeah. Mm. Now it's packed. Um, let's talk about chefs I prepared for you. 
This is a segment where we talk about the foods that we had uh, last night and only last night. And we present it as if we are presenting it to the chefs on Top Chef. So, <clears throat> chefs, I prepared for you. I'll go first. Fajita, chicken, sweet potatoes, and spinach. What's up? It's the it's your classic boy. When you say fajita chicken, you mean just like with fajita spices on the chicken breast, or you like yeah. cut it up and like pan? No, came fajita, out sizzling. Fajita spiced chicken thighs. Okay, didn't come out. Sizzling. It was sizzling. It was piping hot. Walking past the hot. other tables, and they're like, "Damn, I should have got fajitas." I walked it past. Yeah, I set up tables in my living room. I walked past them, and then I sat down and said, "Oh, that looks good. I should have got that." Every time, every like time it happens. Every time. Every time I see it, I like to very loudly say, "That looks dangerous." <laughs> just like multiple That's, times when the waiter's carrying it <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that thing's still cooking yeah you Pour dropped it on me on <clears throat> yeah yeah don't drop it on me i'll sue this place so yeah i had fa- fajita spiced uh, chicken thighs with uh, lime juice finish Ooh, that's tasty that sounds good all right chefs i prepared for you some chicken tacos this feels like it's kind of on theme. I hope we're doing chacos again. It's in line with what we're doing. Yeah. We'll see. Um, cooked up some <laughs> what was in the fridge. What was, so, pickles, so there was chicken left over in the fridge this time that you were able to make chacos. It wasn't weird stuff. Um, yes. Did I <laughs> wait? Did I do that the, before where it was weird stuff? Yeah. I think, in, I think canonically your, your tacos are whatever's in the fridge and you just make them into tacos. Mm-hmm. Right? Isn't that the Brian, joke? Are you becoming my wife on this show? Where it's like you well, remember it's... my life better than I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just doing callbacks. I'm trying to do callbacks. Earlier, you said Brian was... answer his question. Yeah, yes. I answer his yes. question. Yes, yes, okay, yes. Good. Okay. Well, then that makes okay. it easier because then I can just know that I'll just say whatever, and you'll be able to tell me if what I'm saying is a lie or not. Um, <laughs> so it was chicken, chicken breast that I cooked. And then I pickled some onions. I pickled some jalapenos. Wow. We had a lot, wow. of, a lot of stuff to put on top of it. Sour cream. You pickled the jalapeno yourself? You didn't buy jarred pickled jalapenos? No. What am I, some kind wow. of crazy animal? No. Like a person. What kind of vinegar do you use for these? Um, I put a little bit of, it depends. But for this one, I do some white vinegar. Um, and then I, well, uh, it, it's mainly lemon that I do. It's just a little bit of lemon, pepper, salt. That pickles them in a good way, um, huh. but I'll put I'll put just a splash of white wine vinegar in it as well, just to kind of push it through. Wow, um, you don't want to do too much. Yeah, the lemon's all you need. Lemon and limes for those kinds of simple, quick pickle. It's all you need. Anyway, let's know that. There you go, chefs. Last night I prepared for you. I procured for you. Nah, here it comes. Someday. A traditional. Mexican burrito wrapped in a flour tortilla with pollo, uh, beans, black beans, uh, traditional sour cream. <laughs> were you trying to think of what beans were in Spanish and you couldn't figure it out? No, I just didn't know if I should say it or not. I, like oh. After I like rolled the R on burrito, I was like, how far should I take this? Uh, so there were frijoles on there, which All is right. beans. Mm. Uh, they were black. I wasn't going to say that word. Frijole negro? Yes. Why? why, why because you, you would have jumped all over me. No, I w- don't. Well. Ass- see, now that's racist. Yeah, this is <laughs> assuming. 
See, assuming <laughs> that the black person would have jumped on you, that's racist. No, I was saying Jamal uh, Reeves would jump all over me. Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. that is true. Okay. Yeah, Reeves would have. It was really good. I ate it at 10, uh, 10.30 p.m. last night because we went to a party last night. We drove into the city. All right. Oh, went to a birthday party for a friend. And how's COVID there? I think everyone's supposed to be vaccinated, so apparently if it's there, we're just passing around colds, hopefully, and nothing well, more. From what I've looked at of the recent uh, vaccination numbers, apparently New York is only 54% vaccinated. We were higher, I thought. Did we get more people and the numbers went down? No, no, that's 54% fully vaccinated. Oh, it's always like 70% one shot. People yeah. getting one shot and being yeah. like, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Like, no, no these were all like dog. these were all like comedy nerds and like nerd nerds, like D&D people. So like they were all like... We're all getting vaccinated. Oh, baby. so this party wow. sucked, is what you're saying? Mm-hmm. No, this party was actually <laughs> kind of fun. Hot. Take we take played that, for nerds. six hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do think after we left, because we were played out with like the music changed to like playing closing time by three different versions of closing oh time. Oh god! <laughs> and then after we left, there was like four people who were still there, and I'm like, oh, those people didn't leave. And someone was like, oh, I think they're playing D and D. So I have a question: Why is it? At white parties, you guys can't just be like, guys, can you go? <laughs> Why do you have to play that music? Why can't you just be like, hey, we're actually, you know, the party's winding down and like, we're, we're, we want our space now. Like, you guys play that music and like, it, you played three different times. They, yeah, different, they played like, three different versions. Just of- say, <laughs> leave. Meek, like, meek, non confrontational people. Yep. Yeah. That's what mm-hmm. we are. Oh my yep. God. <clears throat> We don't want to ruffle any feathers. Yeah. So, so yeah, we all did. We officially the three amigos. We all had uh, uh, Spanish flavors last night. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, so I have a question for you guys since it is summer. Mm-hmm. How often do you guys cook out or barbecue during the summer? Once a week. Really? You're talking about using the grill just in general or going yeah. to a barbecue? Yeah, yeah. Once a week. Once a week, man, I need to get a grill again. When I had one, yeah, pretty like yeah, once a week or so when it's not too hot, just throw burgers on there, like veggie burgers. It's super easy. Damn it, I need to get a grill again. I corn, think. corn on the grill is like my favorite thing in the whole world. Ooh, yeah, Ooh, yeah. Don't don't blacken it. No, you're supposed. To. Well, you can. I watched. I closed the door. So the other day, I closed the door, locked the door, drew the curtains, threw on Alton Roman's um, charred. Uh, corn salad video. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. I like this because it's a reference to a bit in our text. <laughs> Told my wife not to come in. Told her I was d- busy. She prep knocked. It, doing show prep. She knocked. Uh, you know, she said, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm cooking. <laughs> I'm cooking. <laughs> Yeah, this is all a reference to a to a, <laughs> research, a text change. Research for my show. <laughs> I'm doing show prep. I'm doing show prep. But she, uh, yeah, she charred some of the corn, uh, not all of it, because she was like, "Oh, you want this?" And then um, when it's not all charred, it mixed together, it makes this nice like blend of some charred, some not. Mm. And I want to make that corn salad. It looked awesome. She put corn nuts in it. Mm. Look, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news here, but much like I was the bearer of bad news on mushrooms, um, you're not supposed to blacken uh, char any vegetable i think you've told me this before because it again your body receives it as pure nothing carcinogen i'm just eating yes. cancer yes. forming <laughs> agents yeah so i mean i drink <clears throat> i drink soda so like the, yeah like my body sees like blackened corn and is like cool you drink coke like this is <laughs> it's it's like my, this isn't that bad <laughs> 
Yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to tell you not to. I'm just saying it's your body doesn't really like it. when I eat cigarettes. Anything that you eat cigarettes. I, I put guess. cigarettes in my glove compartment. I eat them like French fries in the car. <laughs> you got to like stop doing char that. Tastes like a good char tastes great. Put a little salt on them. Yeah. <laughs> a good char tastes great. Don't get me wrong. Love a good char. I saw you swallow a bottle of bourbon once, but the bottle, like you poured out all the mm-hmm. alcohol and just yeah. swallowed the I put the bottle. I put the bottle, I put I actually poured the bourbon into a cup, in a bunch of cups. I was at a party. Reeves was there. <laughs> and I put, I gave enough for everyone. I put like 20 cups, a little bit of drop these, and I, all right, everyone, enjoy. And then I swallowed the bottle in front of everyone. <laughs> Closing time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was asked to leave. It was not my party. Yeah. <laughs> Uh okay well uh I gotta get I gotta get back on the grill I need to uh, I need to get myself another grill so I start cooking up some sunny delights. Mm-hmm. And we'll the, be right back after this. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Why can't you stop ruining every transition I do? It's funny now. Right? <sighs> to no, who? It's funny. To who? Me. Ugh. all right. That's who this is for. This is for me. <laughs> Yeah, we know that. Podchap. And we're back. We're reviewing season three. This is season four of the podcast, but this is season three, episode three, Sunny Delights, Top Chef. We're back in the old episodes. And I got to say, this episode <laughs> might have been my favorite. Oh, we're doing that. Yeah. This is back. This is a good episode. The drama, the drama for your mama that we've been missing mm-hmm. is back. And mm-hmm. uh, we got to get into it and talk about it. You guys. They had to do a citrus quick fire challenge. Mm-hmm. They had to use Florida citrus in their dish. They did. <laughs> um, the... I thought you were going to say more. <laughs> I thought you were going to jump in. I, I was going through my notes. I could jump in. Uh, the mm. guest chef judge who is there for the entire episode is uh norm van aiken norm norman van aiken yes (laughs) and he's he's the godfather of southern florida (laughs) cooking yeah we learned that from howie or joey whichever one he's like he's the godfather he's the godfather he's the freaking godfather yeah florida cooking um Let's let's talk about this. They do an opening shot of them in their huge penthouse, and we got someone who's not a morning person. Mika. She can't. Mika just came out. Is it Mika? Mika. Mika. She came out flicking everybody off. And pff, let me tell you something. If you're gonna ruin my breakfast that way, we're gonna have problems. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna yeah, have problems with the kitchen. If I'm eating my breakfast and you come out giving me the middle finger, yeah, we're gonna have problems. We're probably not gonna be friends. Yeah, it's like okay, well, you know what? I'll see you in the kitchen. We'll see yeah. how this plays out. Yeah, we'll see how this plays out. <laughs> when I'm clicking circles around your ass. Yeah. Remember when you flicked me off earlier? Mm, look who's number one now. Mm. I love that the middle finger only exists on TV now. Like, <laughs> I don't talk about wrestling too much. It happens in wrestling a lot. And it's, it never feels as cool as people think it is. Like, I think Eminem kind of made it uncool with how, like, much he did it. It kind of, be, it kind of lost its, like, zhuzh. Yeah, um, Eminem's fault. It's it's so weird seeing people give the middle finger. It just like it just seems like this like otherworldly thing that still kind of happens. It's like yeah, look at this, and it's like what am I? And then they blur it out. Who the fuck cares? Yeah, at this point, I think kids care. I think kids care yeah, still. Kids might see like, it and start doing. Kids should be watching Top Chef. I will mm-hmm. say this: you just reminded me. I was driving uh, last week, and um, 
someone who's behind me and I came up to the intersection, someone was behind me and had no way that they could see if there's oncoming cars or not. I saw two cars coming and I didn't move and they honked at me and I rolled down my window. This is some douchebag in a Corvette with someone else in the, in the passenger seat. And I rolled down my window and I gave him a hearty middle finger. From Did my you? Left hand. <laughs> oh, I gave him a hearty one. And then two cars drove by and I said, and I was like, they started following me. I said, oh, please follow me. I'd love to hear your justification for honking at me for not driving into traffic. You. Anyways, that middle finger got them riled up. I'll tell you that right now. I remember they eventually turned around and stopped following me. I think they knew. Haven't you I seen that movie trailer for the movie with the guy from Gladiator, Russell Crowe, where he's just like a mad mm. person in a in a truck and he like tries to murder a woman for road rage? Mm, no. I think it's called Rage or something. Maybe okay. it's called Road. Hey, bring your rage. Bring it on. Bring you it said on. that you remember. I remember in the late 90s, I went to a Limp Bizkit concert and Fred Durst came out and he flicked everyone off and everyone else put their middle fingers up and I did it too and I felt very liberated. <laughs> I think it, it peaked in like the late 90s, early 2000s, right? Because yes. it yes. was like this Eminem, Fred Durst. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, who cares? Yeah. This is a childish thing. The yeah. middle finger, yeah. The middle finger was like an A-list celebrity for a while and now it's like... Oh, for a while, every red carpet had yeah. the middle finger on yeah. it. Every, <laughs> like, and there was, like, rumors the middle finger was with everyone. They were with, like, you know, there was, like, yeah. uh, it was, like, middle finger, Ben Affleck and the middle finger rumored to be together. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the middle finger rumored to be, you know, the lead in Chicago, the the, the movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, now it's my turn. All the hottest uh, restaurants. Shut up. It's my turn. Shut up. <laughs> And so, okay, mine is. And the middle finger, uh, rumor has it, middle finger is doing a movie with Denzel Washington. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Middle finger considering running for Senate now. Yeah. (laughs) Lots of. And then, of course. And then, of course, the skeletons came out of the middle finger's closet with the fact that it means fuck you. And the middle finger be like, no, no, no. That's what people people think it means. I don't mean that. Yeah. Yeah, publicists had to go into overdrive. Now it means you're number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were they trying to make it, it take um, it back. Yeah, so um, middle finger yeah, had to go middle away. Finger had yeah, middle while. finger had to go away for a while <laughs> and, and kind then, of like you know work on itself. And now it's back. And middle oh, yeah. finger, you can find the middle finger mostly doing uh, daytime news shows. Yeah, there's an HBO documentary. I think it's a ten part yeah. series on the middle finger. Yeah. <laughs> it's on the middle finger and QAnon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. the connections. Yeah. There was a point in time when the middle finger was everywhere. <laughs> you couldn't go anywhere without anywhere, seeing the middle finger. Seeing the middle finger. Mm-hmm. And it just like shows all the clips like Eminem doing it and Fred Durst doing it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The it's Olsen like a, twins giving it to like a paparazzi. And then it's like the interview with a, a scientist who's like, you know, I didn't think that middle finger would take off, but as soon as I found out that black people like the middle finger, <laughs> I knew it was going to be big. <laughs> <laughs> Like some social scientist, like if black people like it, everyone likes it. And of course, there were different iterations. There was the middle yeah. finger with the thumb out. Yeah. There were the double middle fingers. There was the turning. There was the ability to put them down. And then, can you hear me? You can't. Let me turn that up for you. Turn them up. There was the uh, there was the mechanical engineers who would slowly roll up their finger, <laughs> yeah. so Chris. that 
Kim Milfinger would show up. Guardians of the Galaxy, Chris Pratt knew that it was time to bring back the middle finger. So he cranked it back from the grave. And then all of a sudden, it's back. It's hot again. We could probably cut. And that is how the middle finger did a comeback. Okay. So um, they did the quick fire. Yeah. <laughs> well, Norman was mean to everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Norman was a dick. Uh, he was mean to everybody. Um, I, Trey, I wanna, go ahead. I just want to play a clip that uh, Hung knows he's about to win because mm-hmm. he looked at everyone else's dishes. I look around the kitchen. I saw some slummy dishes. This time, I'm definitely gonna win this, no matter what. No. Hi, how you doing? So what I have here is slow roasted sea bass and a salad of watercress and a radish. The sauce is made with blood orange, tangerine, and oranges. Your your sinking is very good on the dish. Hey, uh, newsflash: he does win. He does and win. He does beat out all the slummy dishes. What a nice compliment from from Norman. He's like. He looked at him. He looked at Hung and said, "He was like this. Th- this is a good thinking on this dish. This is what it feels like. Is that a lot of thinking has gone into it." Um, he does win. Uh, Sarah also uh, tries to explain her dish that she just cooked a couple of minutes ago and forgets what she did. Um, she gets <laughs> kind of all tongue tied around it. Let's listen. Jeff Suits and Sarah, nice to meet you, Sarah. I'm nervous and I'm so not proud of my dish. I made a blood orange and a tangelo um, citrus salad with, um, and I didn't even know what my dish was called. Like, I had no idea what it was. No, no. Oh, it end before, I think Norman says, like, whatever happens, just explain it good. <laughs> <laughs> like he was like he's like look no matter if it tastes like shit or not just tell me that it that it's good do it better yeah which is what Harold said he, yeah he was a full yeah. dick Norman yeah looked he didn't look like he should be mean he looked mm-hmm. like he was just like he didn't have like a flair like I'm a famous chef with this like no. flair vibe he looked just like a dude he was just like hmm this sucks oh yeah that sucked too he fucking hated all that shit <laughs> kind of sounded like a grandpa from Florida. Yeah, 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 he definitely seems like he belongs there. Yeah. Can so, I ask you guys a question? Um, no, you may not. Okay, yes, I'll bring it up later. I'll he- I, I can yeah. It oh, might wow. happen with in the elimination challenge. I don't remember who the fuck is Camille. Great question. Who the fuck good is? Question. There's like a Leah or something like that. Leah or Lee? I had the same thing with another person where I was like, who the fuck is this person? It well, showed some it did a talking, it gave this person Camille, I think, a talking head. And I've never seen her before in my life. Right? She's, she's on the show. Both of these people are on the show. I Camille, um it, that's the loudest she's ever talked in her life in that interview, and it is basically a whisper. Mm-hmm. Which is maybe why they didn't use her a lot. It's because you can't understand a damn thing she's saying. Um, yeah. But we are at the early parts of the season where there's a bunch of people that it, randomly they will come up in the episode. And I'm like, I don't know who the hell this person is. And I hope they go yeah. home soon. So no I idea. <laughs> and those people will be going home soon. But when they go home, I'm going to be like, who are you? <laughs> I've not seen you on the show. You've been on the show for five episodes. Yeah. I, I literally, I, I, I mean, I watched this episode like 6 a.m. this morning. But like I, this person came up and I was like, "Who are you?" 
I, this, I've never seen you anywhere. This is why if you're going to be on a show like this, you got to do something crazy episode one. So that they're like, well, we got to keep the camera on this person. Yeah. Like if I was on this show, episode one, I'd on purpose knock someone's food off. Yeah. On purpose. I sabotage. I, I would do something that people – and then I'd do a talking hand and be like, yeah, I apologize for knocking the food off. I did it on purpose. I'm here to win. Yeah. You got to get your name out there, whether it's yeah. showing your shitty tattoo on the uh, on your forearm <laughs> that goes yep. up and down. Yep. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so that's what I do. I You got to do something that gets you on – on the map, as it were, so everyone's like, "Oh, I know this person. I know what ep- what season you were in because you were. Whoa, you're the guy who did that. Yeah, yeah. You need a something. She. I don't think she's been in featured in any quick fire or elimination. I mean, it's only episode two, but like to even like show her food to be like, this is Camille's food. They haven't done that. Yeah. It was insane. Like, I get that you don't have time for everyone, but like, I should at least have seen you before. Yeah. Like I don't think she got an intro in this in the season opener. <laughs> I, I don't know. She's just there. She just walked on. And I think this speaks to the security that Top Chef have that mm, people yeah. can just kind of walk on and pretend like they're part of the show and they're on the show yeah. and they can get into the show. And maybe that's what our fans yeah. should do the next season. <laughs> try and storm into the show. <laughs> Well, that's what we, we should do to- because we are all going to put in for tops of amateurs, right? We should yep. do it. Yeah. yeah. And also, if we don't get it, we will just show up. This is the same security um, group that did the security at the White House when those people uh, snuck in. So that's no, probably- so they so they were working with Camille. Yeah. Camille. And- yeah. They're yeah. So mm-hmm. they've they've had some issues since the show. Let's just say that. Yeah. Yeah. So Joey's angry. Yeah, Joey's pissed off, and that's good because he sucks. He and then really Joey, tr- was it Joey who continues his like misogynist, sexist ways by? And look, people got mad at me for saying that. Like, um, oftentimes people go home with because they have children. It's because uh-huh. of things like this where Joey's like, no, I think it was hung who was like, don't pretend to cry because your daughter. Like, they were just like throwing. I'm like, yeah, that's what. That's why I say that people go home when they have kids because this. I've been. Yeah, been conditioned to think that. Let's talk about that because I put that down because I knew you'd jump on it. Yep. So this is this is literally hung repeating Brian's thoughts on if you have kids, (laughs) don't come here. I feel like crap. Even though I love to barbecue, I was definitely a grump. Be okay. If not, go home and see my daughter. I think Micah is really going through a hard time right now, but we're not sure if it is that she really misses her daughter or if she is upset about the quick fire. 30 minutes. Micah was on top of a mountain when she won the first quick fire challenge. I mean, come on, don't use your daughter as an excuse that you're sad, that you're crying. Hung is a monster. <laughs> That's just how you get on the show. This is how people remember you. You say things like that that are truthful and honest, and you don't hold back. Good for you, Hung. Mm, Good yeah. for you, Hung. Hung is showing just on episode two characteristics of a Top Chef winner. I just want everyone to understand that. <laughs> he really is. This, these are the, the way you talk and hold, your, uh, hold yourself on Top Chef if you want to be a winner. You do not come here to make friends. You come He's- here to cook. He's playing the game really well. Really like he, well. He knows how to be on reality TV in the early 2010s. Yes, he does. Yeah. He's and, desperate. And he's a for disciple of time. Marcel. Yeah. yeah. He's a disciple of Marcel, and boy, has he taken notes. 
Yeah. Marcel probably met with them and was like, here, this is what you need to do. You need to make fun of people, women who are crying about being away from their children. Do that on camera. I guess you can also cook really well, but definitely do the first thing I said because um, you'll get on the show. Uh, there's also there's two separate clips of Micah uh, saying to her, just herself, like, I feel like shit. Or I, I feel yeah. like crap. And it's like just her by herself, like just talking to herself. Yeah. And I was like, this is kind of sad. Uh, I mm-hmm. hope she pulls through this. Yeah. They come back from a commercial and Hung is doing the most perfect push-ups ever. Oh, man. I love this so fucking much. Trey is doing, Trey's it's, doing the, the heightening, the de-heightening on it is so lovely. Trey is doing some decline pushups with great, he, he's, he's banging them out. And then it goes to Hung who is doing strict pushups with terrible form. He probably was on yep. number two. Um, yep. And then Sandy is doing, I think Tai Chi by tai, herself. Yeah, it's Tai Chi. <laughs> it's Tai Chi, but it's like rapid Tai Chi. Mm-hmm. She's not even like slowly going through the motions, uh, which I, I thought you were supposed to be pairing the motions with your breath but hey that's just me mm. um but yeah that was an interesting comeback from commercial where they cut to that um as soon as i saw her doing bad tai chi i said oh that's not good for you it's always <laughs> um, you always know <laughs> you know when they're doing um, bad tai chi it's like uh-oh. she literally it does a up. kick and i was like is this the editor saying you're gonna be kicked off the show well it's because she's she's prepping for the fight of her life she yeah. knows that she's gonna have to go up against those judges yeah and they don't show it to you every season or almost never actually is you do have to fight the judges you have to yeah. look at the three judges and you have to pick which one you want to fight yeah. it's almost always gail people think yeah. they can beat a up lot gail. of people think that gail is like a pushover but they don't understand she's like no nah, gail, gail often starts a fight by saying yeah these i'm a chef so these hands work yeah um and yeah she and like, she fights dirty she fights so dirty and she just goes yeah. completely wild like it's like yeah. she's so like put together and like normal <laughs> in the show and then when they you know eventually do get into the octagon to fight yeah. it out to see if the chef stays or not she fucking goes nuts she starts out yeah. like her running bit is like she runs towards them and goes with a high knee right to the chin yeah and yeah. then right to the hammer punches <laughs> yeah. to the head hammer fist yeah, yeah. hammer and fist then to she's the head right almost the always like chewing the turnbuckles mm-hmm. yeah. and like getting the cotton everywhere and she's like Argh. and you know <laughs> she almost always wins just when people get too scared to fight her yeah you know like, she's taking the fight seriously if in the beginning she kicks her heels off at the opponent's face. Yep. That's when you're like, oh, she's not even playing around. Yeah. Usually she like will warm up in heels and then like we'll be like when she gets serious, she like takes them off. And it usually is used as a weapon. It's like, okay, she's super serious. Yeah. Yeah. And after the fight, like, you know, she knocks Sandy's fucking ass out and then she jumps out of the octagon and starts screaming at Tom and everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then she jumps into the crowd and starts trying to fight them and it's like yeah. chaos it's like, out come, there. Yeah. It's like, come back to the show, you're a judge now. Come back, mm-hmm. come back. Yeah. It takes so- her a few days to get mm. back to normal Gale. Like mm-hmm. it's she can't just like go back to being Gale. She has to like yeah. it's a process. She has to like go to the country for a few days, hide out because if she doesn't, she's gonna hurt people. They have to lock her away with her favorite things. Yeah, she can just sit there yeah. and just become normal again. But it's a process. Black Widow shows up and like holds out her hand and says, "Sun's getting real low." <laughs> and Gale's like calms down a little bit. Yeah, yeah she's like, okay. Okay, okay, but yeah, every now and again you okay. can see it on Tom Chef. Like she'll be like eating or trying something, and then she just kind of like looks at the ground and like looks up, like she's remembering. <laughs> and, and Tom like has to snap his fingers. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, 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 Gail, no. He's like, come back to me, come back to me, come back, to come me. back, come back, come back. Yeah, 
Um, so yeah, for future contestants, don't pick Gale if you yeah, have to get to the fight to don't. go home. Yeah, pick Tom. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're they're so the elimination is they have to do upscale barbecue dish. I just want to point out that they set them up in the direct Miami sunlight heat to yeah. cook for these waves of people, and I was like, man, this is another curveball because some people are doing seafood and pff, nothing seafood holds up in the sun. Yeah, <laughs> they. So tried to sell me on this being a hot Miami party. Yeah. And it <laughs> did not. It like, was not. From what I've seen of hot Miami parties on like movies and TV, this was not a hot Miami party. Yeah. They're also like, not during the day. I think it was Hung who was like, oh, women come there and it's a party. And it was like, no, this is a Top Chef event that yeah. they put on. Yeah. That they're just like pretending like it's this guy's famous party because it did yeah. not look fun or exciting or Miami nights. Yeah. And this is how you knew it was kind of like a freaky party because they kept bo- popping bottles of Moet, or as I call it, Moet, for my feet freaks. Dip oh. them toes in that Moet. <laughs> well, I am back. Dip toes in. I am back, so I'm trying to keep a lid on what you guys have called the Foot Clan, which is our, <laughs> our ninja foot. vanish right into my ninja mouth. All those vanish. toes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to keep a lid on all this. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, Hung is super smart. <clears throat> Again, like I said, he's displaying uh, tactics that you'd use um, if you're going to be a Top Chef winner. Um, and this is one of those tactics. Some bagel chips. Bagel chips for Miami, huh? Yes. This is a watermelon champagne. Yes, I made it. Watermelon and fresh berries. The drink he's got is the exact same thing I made. I made a watermelon shooter. Hey, that's got something going on there. <laughs> it's a kiss ass. That's why I moved to Vegas, because I can't hang in New York. I got the idea for a watermelon drink because there's always watermelons and a barbecue. Ask him where you got this, the, the idea from the, the drink. I didn't know Joey had a patent on that. I'm going to buy you some knee pads when we get back <laughs> to get your knee pads. Oh, how how fucking great would it be if he was like, I got the idea from that thing that Joey made earlier. (laughs) He should have just said that. That He's like, yeah, I got the idea from Joey and I did it better. Yeah, he did that thing and they liked it. Let's let's have a fight about it. Like if if Hung was really playing the game right, he would just look at Joey and said, yeah, I made your drink that you made earlier and I did it better. So it's not really copying you if I did it better. Now is it? Yeah. I will not that get would knee make, pads. Yeah. I, I won't get them. knee pads. Also, also, I already have knee pads. Yeah. I'm a chef. Was, so. was Joey saying that knee pads are for kissing butt? No, I think he was saying, if you're going to suck my dick, let's go get you some knee pads. Did he say that? Because that, yeah, that's what I would think. That's what I think. Because you're a butt kiss. I think it's different. I think it was. The, well, the butt don't you guys kissing. get your butt kiss when you get blowjobs? <laughs> I think I think what he was suggesting Am was, I the only one? <laughs> he was saying listen, you need to be safe out here and I see that you're doing a lot of squatting down. <laughs> you know. Also, you know, back to the push-ups thing. They didn't show his whole body. He was doing them on his knees, so that's <laughs> Yeah, he was. So that's another thing that maybe you need some support there, you know, just to build up so he can actually start doing real push-ups at one point in his life. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's Joey's got some anger issues. He seems very insecure. <laughs> uh, yeah. And he's also 
I think he's pissed that there's someone else that's like stepping on his bit. Yeah. Because there's a Howie and Howie's Howie's kind of doing it better. Yeah. He's doing a better version of the same thing. And I think it's got him all pissed off. He's like, I'm the big dude, the big loud, like New York type guy. And Howie's not even from New York. He's from Miami. Yeah. And he he throws Howie under the bus at the uh, elimination table because mm-hmm. they because uh, here here's Joey's problem. Joey uh, made chicken at an upscale cookout, and we all know that chicken in and of itself is peasant. It's food. peasant food. Yeah, and you you don't serve the judges chicken ever on this show. No, unless that it's is, like the liver or something yeah, gross. Yeah, of the chicken. yeah. You 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 may serve chicken feet, chicken yep. beaks. Mm-hmm. The gross <laughs> parts of the chicken yeah. are upscale. Ch- yeah. Chicken, um, chicken eyeballs. You made me eat a bunch of chicken feathers, and yeah. I'm at a fucking five yeah. star dining experience. Yeah. yeah, I want chicken caviar made out of chicken eyeballs, mm. little chicks eyeballs. That's what I want. That's. <laughs> but if you serve them like lean cuts of chicken, nah, yeah, you're out of here. That's peasant food. Should we listen? Pat said to... that it was too hot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Should we listen to to Gail explain it? Her feelings. On yeah. It? We always did barbecue chicken. I don't know, maybe chicken's not too imaginative. I really don't know. I didn't mind that you made chicken. I think there's lots of ways to make chicken really delicious, but that upscale element, it really didn't hit it. Okay. Absolutely correct. It was super hot, really hard to pick up. You know, I like to serve my protein super hot. But how many of your guests were eating that hot food without utensils? This is mm. gaslighting. This is fucking yeah. gaslighting. They're yeah. like, well, sure, you can make chicken, I guess, for all these people. But it was so hot. I couldn't even put it in my mouth. People's yeah. hands were scalding. You didn't even give yeah. us any utensils. So that was the reason that we didn't like the chicken, the gross poor people food. Chicken. I wanted to eat the chicken like I'd eat a corn on the cob and like rotate it around my mouth. And I couldn't because it was too Freaking hot! It's too hot. My fingers it was piping hot. I have these bandages around my fingers now because <laughs> it was so look at hot. These full yeah, look <laughs> at these heat blisters I got on my hands. Now. I can't hold my children now. My <laughs> yeah. hands are too bandaged up this on the from hot chicken. Your peasant chicken you cooked me. That. Like, I, mean... <laughs> no, I was just gonna <laughs> <just doing laughs> more of these like petty critiques. <laughs> Your food is too hot. Motherfucker, we are in Miami barbecuing. <laughs> Outside. Everything is hot. Yeah. Yeah. That shit sucked. It was so clear. <laughs> like, they're like, yeah, you could do chicken, whatever. I guess you do chicken at a barbecue. It's like, yes, you do chicken at a barbecue. Everyone does chicken at a barbecue. Yeah. It's because you're out of touch, Gail and Norman McDonald and all those yeah. people there. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's listen to Chef Norman explain why uh, Sandy's dish wasn't barbecue. Challenge was upscale barbecue. Those are the, the, the two key words here. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we have an issue with Sandy's dish that we don't think it's barbecue. When she poaches lobster and heats it up on the grill, I do not have a kiss of barbecue. That's it. She poached the lobster. There's three words that go with barbecue. Low and slow. Yeah. I didn't see that in this dish. I feel a little bit cheated on the third word. Yeah. <laughs> and doesn't count as a word. <laughs> well, and slow. <laughs> when it ended, I was like, did they cut before he said the third word? But they're counting and. He's counting and. It's like, oh, he's including it in the three words that you need to remember. When you're we all- eating chicken and. <laughs> Those are fillers and of the. You don't even have to abbreviate them. 
Just say two words. <laughs> you won't get, we'll forgive you. We know. We'll forgive you. You can, you don't even have to go back and say, oh, I meant two words. If we'll he had said, assume. yeah. If he, and then like, if he had said there's two words when it comes to barbecue, low and slow, and Tom was like, that's three words, he'd have <laughs> knocked his ass out. <laughs> Someone and corrects you with some dumb shit like that, you fucking knock their you ass punch out. Punch them in the face, <laughs> ask questions later. <laughs> He's like, let's get in the fucking octagon right now. Yeah, yeah let's like, the octagon no! early. <laughs> yeah. Gale, David's calm Gale down. Yeah. He's like, octagon. <laughs> so Sandy goes home. Let's listen to her. Because she didn't get a kiss of barbecue, yeah, which, what are your jokes on that? What is, what is a kiss of barbecue? A kiss of barbecue. This is a big old sloppy kiss. Barbecue sauce on your face. I, I, yeah, I assume it's like you got a ring of barbecue sauce on your face <laughs> from eating like ribs or something, and then you, like someone's leaving, and you go like, "Well, don't leave without you know, giving give a kiss goodbye." And you're like, "Oh boy, oh, God. good old barbecue kiss now coming." Gross. <laughs> Reeves, were you there the time we? I think you were there the time we had a show at. Um, I know exactly and, uh, what you're talking about. <laughs> we I had a show exactly at, what you're about to talk at about. Dojo <laughs> Comedy, and Nick showed up <laughs> in a white suit, and he had hot red barbecue sauce, whatever, stained around his lips. <laughs> it was what a fucking joy. He was dressed like Colonel Sanders. Yes, he was. He came from, I think he was watching like the you know the kentucky derby or something like that something super white the preakness that's probably what it was and he had barbecue stained around his lips um which i can't believe he's wearing a white suit and eating very saucy foods yeah maybe he just he didn't put it on his hands he just ate it with his face because he didn't want to get on the white suit (laughs) but it brings us back to like putting sunscreen on and not doing it right and no one telling you like he literally (laughs) has been like that for hours then he's had barbecue sauce painted like lipstick above his lips for mm. hours all the way around he got the and no one said kiss. anything yeah yeah right before he no left one said anything to him yeah no one said it. he did a full uh, show in front of upwards of yeah. two to three people yeah. with barbecue all around his face yeah uh let's listen to sandy going home Everyone was shocked. We all thought that she was not going to go home. But Sandy is a really cool girl, and uh, we hate to see her go. You guys take care, all right? Be cool. Real. Right, no problem. Thank you. I'm totally shocked. Thank you. From day one, I knew that I wasn't going to be in the upper echelon of the contestants. But I've got a lot more opportunities ahead of me. You may not see me on TV, but you'll definitely see me in the kitchen. Were they shocked that they did they think that people come back in? That means they're still on the show. I don't know what what was going on there. What are they? Yeah, what are they? Did the for? last person who left from the first episode just go home? <laughs> like, yeah. Did Clay just walk home? Do they not know how the show works? <laughs> like it was so 
did like they left to go to judges table and they were like don't worry if we all come back that means no one got a <laughs> no one will <laughs> maybe yeah it's fucking weird i the only thing i can Ugh. come up with is that she came back she came in first and like had a smile or something like that on her face and so everyone thought she wasn't eliminated and then she had yeah. to tell but even then i've never seen them in the green room <laughs> applaud the people when they come back because yeah. they thought they weren't eliminated. That's literally the only reason they left was for someone to get eliminated. I don't get it. Yeah, but she's gone. Sandy's gone. Sandy's off the show, and um, we've got a new points leader, which is Hung, I believe. Mm. Um, let, me, let me double check here. Let me double check. This here. Let me double check the check. You we yeah. While you're checking, we we like briefly mentioned uh, Joey and Howie being mad at each other because they have the same bit. Um, there's a lot of like talk about handshaking. Mm-hmm. Stand up, shake my hand, be a man. Shake my hand. I'm not gonna yeah. shake your hand. I'm not gonna yeah. shake your hand. Shake my hand, yeah. be a man. Yeah. I'm not going to be a man after you threw me under the bus and said that uh, without tasting my food, I deserve to go home. Based on something that happened, yeah. <laughs> based on something that happened the last challenge, like let's not talk about what happened in the past. Why don't we talk about what happened this time? Because uh, that's what I'm being judged on. Um, you know, so I'm not gonna shake your hand, and uh, I'm also gonna go farther than you in this competition. You'll see. Mm-hmm. Shake my hand, be a man. God made dirt; it won't hurt. <laughs> so Trey is the um, point leader at five and a half points, and then you got Hung at five and Brian at five. So the the next highest is uh, Micah. Let's see if she uh, doesn't get eliminated next week. You know what I'm saying? I feel like in a later season, someone else does a seafood sausage, and they're like, "This is disgusting." <laughs> I think so too. I think, you're but right they right. liked Brian's. They're like, "This is yeah. upscale sausage." Someone else well, does it, and they're like, "Fucking ew." <laughs> I think it's all about the combination you choose, because he's got three different things going on there. But I think in the later season, someone chooses like fish. Yeah, I to think try it's... and bind with like scallops and shrimp. Uh, yeah, go well. I think it's like he used maybe like crab or something. And the way yeah, he presented he... it was like he had done it before and it had been successful. Yeah, he was yeah. Like, oh, I kind of know this yeah. thing. But I think you're right. I think someone else tries it and they're like, "This is the fucking grossest thing." Yeah. I've ever <laughs> I think had. it's served, actually. I think it was a hot dog challenge. I think they're supposed to be hot dogs. Yeah, and they do like a seafood hot dog, and it's served whole in a bun. And I think mm-hmm. where Brian cut it up. Yeah. And it started in a bun. They saw the just like white hot dog, and they're like, "This is fucking yeah. nasty." <laughs> and as we all know, you eat with your eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you eat with your eyes. You remember with taste. Mm-hmm. Wow. And um, yeah, so um, that's that's all we got for this episode. Um, you guys got anything to plug? Um, I- I'm on a podcast called Pod Chef. Uh, please rate and review it. Give it five stars. Also, I have a big, huge, massive surprise for our listeners and hosts next week. So you got to tune in. You got to tune in. I don't know this at all. Mm -hmm. I'm super excited. Wow. Do we know what day we're doing it? Oh, that's a great question because that also will impact the surprise. (laughs) 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 If If it's too early, but we'll figure it out. Yeah. Nothing to plug for me. Check out the podcast that we're you're listening to right now. Give us five stars or four stars. I'll take four stars. Just and then mm-hmm. with the critiques, don't be personal. Just make them vague. Mm. 
Great. Uh, follow uh, Pod Chef Podcast on Twitter. Uh, we, that's right. We have a Twitter now. So follow Pod Chef Podcast on Twitter and, and Instagram. Um, that's it for us this week. Until next time, we're going to pack our knives and go. Go.